Getting ready to bring on our good friend uh, Willie Harms. Um, do you have Ryan Look, McGee's? I need. I need to say something real yeah. quick. <clears throat> I need to say something. Listen, yeah. you don't. Number one, you play Rifen's thing. As I'm getting ready to come in, Rifen just puts me. Rifen's like, let me show you why I'm a professional in gloss and just an amateur slob in the. And then you have a professional voice actor. <laughs> he loves the show, and you're like, dude, dude, you're crappy David Attenborough. Steve, do that. Thanks, guys. Here, I'm like, I'm going to come have some fun. We're going to talk Star Wars. We're going to talk about what we love about Star Wars. Steve, do this in front of this man. Embarrass yourself completely. He'll never be on your show. Also, Steve, here's the most, here's the most good-looking man you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> the problem is, though, is that I'm sitting over here quiet because I turn into Chris Farley. Do you remember when you did Thrawn? That was yeah. Mark, Mark, remember when you read the Heir to the Empire book on that? That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Well, um, I'm going to bring in another one here. If D-Doc, do, do we have Ryan McGee's uh, quick video before we bring Willie Arms on? <laughs> That's a great comment. We're throwing shekels. Yeah. Um, right, so yeah. you want me to run uh, Ryan McGee's uh, little shout out to the us? Credit, yeah. It's a no good out here. I yeah, need something right. real. <laughs> Ryan McGee of SEC Network ah, ESPN uh, left this little message for, for number 200 here. Another right. professional. I'll cue this up. This goes uh, full screen. It's a great video. Hey, boys. Ryan McGee here from ESPN, and I just want to say congratulations on 200 episodes of Rule of the Galaxy. Y'all know this. I've told you I was a listener and a fan before I was ever a guest, and I'm always honored to be a guest. So here... Is to 200 more episodes at least. Ryan McGee. We, you it. know, is very, go ahead, Alfie. I would just like to point out that not only have we had an audio message, but now video, we're going live. There was little pictures in the screen over there. <laughs> I mean, we have really taken this to the next level. It's yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all in production. Yeah. We're spending our money wisely. I mean, you could almost pass this off as like a real podcast now. I agree. <laughs> it, it only took us 200 episodes to get to this level, though. Hey, real quick. 200, and we finally got it. We hit our. But no, wait a minute. Hold on. But let's just keep you humble for a second. We got an Andy Car driver. We got a professional voice actor. We got someone from ESPN. We've got the most listened to man in South Georgia radio. Here's Steve. We got the creator of the Goliverse. I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, you yeah. have a you have a verse named after yourself. This is true. It's the Goliverse. This is true. Hey, listen, you can do the same thing, Brent. You just have to name it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> um, okay. Right. Do you know Rifen just made up the fact that he's the most listened to man at South Georgia Radio, but it sticks. That's true. It did stick. Not like any other things with Scott Rifen. Nothing else. Ryan McGee. Yeah. And he's with the SEC Network. Yeah. Yes. S yeah. uh, he also does NASCAR stuff. And uh, see, and he, what am I? I'm an SEC fan. And he's got, he also does a podcast that is telecasted on Saturday mornings. Uh, Marty and McGee. And of course he, he, does. Just, of course he, he does. does. He just released a new book that he was the yeah. author of called Welcome to the Circus of Minor League Baseball. That just came out uh, on April 4th. So go get your copy by Mr. Ryan McGee. And of he also wrote a book about his father, who was a SEC official. Yeah, and there was a picture in the book of his dad standing next to George Lucas and Darth Vader and Stormtroopers as they were because uh, he was refing. I want to say um, it was either it was a bowl game, I believe mm -hmm. that was at the Rose Bowl. And yeah. Lucas was like the ceremonial first to uh, coin toss. So yeah. his dad got to shoot the shit with George Lucas and Darth Vader before oh, they did the coin toss language um I, <laughs> one time, 
We, hey, sorry, one time, we, it's not after dark. I apologize. One time, one time, I bought tickets to see the Force Awakens live on a podcast. So, <laughs> my uh, boy, I just really messed this up. This is fun. My screen just went all crazy. I now have just Brent, Nick, and Alfie on it, so I've got to really figure this out. Anyway, good luck um, with that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Try so, exiting out of the full screen and uh yeah. Yeah, that's uh exit full screen. Also, I'd like to say I didn't know we were able to make our own entrance music or I would have sent you mine. I know, but I had to play that song. I get it. Hey, um we've got Mr. Uh, Willie Harms, a great follower of the show, great guy who took care of us at the ICCC last year and got us into uh one of the shows with the Clone Wars characters and we wanted to bring him on cuz we just like Willie a lot, and he knew Brent right away when he saw him at the ICCC uh, last year. So, uh, D-Duck, you got Willie's music and get really get Willie on here. Big <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so since you're from Central Illinois, I'll let the music go. Is your family okay, Willie? Yeah, we're all good. Yep. All right. and I'm actually here right now, like crazily enough. But yep, oh, everybody's good. So you're in the central because like the tornadoes and everything that ripped through the last few days, the last couple of days also hit Peoria. And I know that there was mm-hmm. one that was pretty close to the Peoria, central yep. Illinois region. So everybody's good. Yep. I flew in Tuesday when everything hit and <laughs> literally like an hour after I got into town, it was like, oh, welcome back to central Illinois. Like mm. just <laughs> storms mm. everywhere. So. Yep, back here for like a week visiting family. And uh, Steve, just so you know, I have no accolades to my name. So finally, you're above one of the guests on the show. So. Oh. Well, no, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. You're, you have you have a great wrestler name, Willie Harms. You could, be, you could totally be it. You could totally be a heel, you know, and Willie Harms. Also, let me just say, speaking of things that slap, man, that Will Smith song was awesome. That was the first CD I ever owned, Big Willie style. Well, it makes sense. Big Willie style for Willie Harms. I love it. Yep. Yep. Will Smith slaps, y'all. I'm telling Absolutely. you. I, they're not I just getting caught it. that. You had to do it twice. You had to say it the second time for me to catch that. <laughs> right. Come thank on. you. Yes. Well, I looked around the room after that joke, and I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm here all night. I'm not leaving. <laughs> we I'm don't like, want stop. you to leave, see? Um, so really around the world, Willie, I tell you what, it, it was great to meet you face to face, uh, gosh, right around a year ago, um, yep. I triple C and, um, you know, we, we got to hang out with you. We, me, you, Nick and your friend. And I apologize. I'm forgetting his name right now. Brian, Brian, we, we got to sit right there and watch, uh, Ashley Eckstein, Matt Lanter, uh, James Arnold Taylor and Anna Graves cover everything about the clone wars and that was fantastic now we say i say that but you know steve has interacted with them and done some things so you know he acts like he's this lowly person but he he's actually you know i'm just really good at riding coattails <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely no that was a that was a blast that's like a core memory for me now it's just like being able to do that that was my first like star wars event and man that's so cool i'm so bummed that i can't make it to ICCC this year because the the rebels one i think i'll be in if i was there i'd be in line for that like as soon as the gates open oh yeah really uh, were the rule the galaxy guys the first celebrities you ever met in person no wow. so I've, I've done radio before so i've met <laughs> Uh, of course, of course, do you see, yes. do you see how he didn't yes. hesitate to say no? No, no, no. 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 is a very big word that you're using there, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. I uh, speaking of like bad impressions. I once I worked for a country radio station back in the of day. Course. Of course, and you I did. met <laughs> I met Brantley Gilbert backstage, and you guys hear my voice for some reason. Like I'm just I got a normal voice. I met him. Hey, man, I just love your music, brother. No, you, you were didn't. right out there. I, I have no idea what happened. It just no, you didn't. Me. It was bad. But That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Every once in a while, just the voice kicks in. So, well, but no, guys, congratulations on 200 episodes. Like, I think I've been with you now, you know, pretty early, I think. I, I won your first ever uh, drawing. You, so, did. you got to Jackson, right? Uh, you said no, you had no. – wait a minute. Hold he on. Got, he got – Go ahead. Dave Jones got Jackson. I'm calling timeout. 
You said you had no accolades. You used to work in you, you worked in the radio. You met celebrities, and you won their first. You won their first contest. Good night, love. Yep, I have more stuff than Scott Rifen does of Rule the Galaxy. Oh, you got to bring that up. <laughs> wow, who's this really harm guy? The only with Glossin. Yeah, Glossin threw shade on us on Twitter saying, I don't have any stickers or anything from Rule of the Galaxy. I was uh, like, oh, yeah, gosh. Because the other place gave him a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah the other the other uh, podcast, whatever podcast it was. Yep. Rifen did this to you guys? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's hateful. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Scott Rifen. Mm. 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 <laughs> what a jerk. That guy's a jerk. Well, I can tell you this. <laughs> wow. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. I hope he does. I want him to hear. I want the whole world to know. Um, <laughs> Willie, I can I tell you to. right now, there, there's not a lot of things that Brent actually like gets excited about or that Brent can walk around and like put his chest out about and everything like that. I mean, besides all the workouts he did and how he lost all that weight and won money, all his that kind of stuff. But, and, you know, his but, wife and... but when, when you walk up to him and say, hey, Brent, he still tells people that all the time and says, I was sitting at a convention. A guy walks up to me and says, Hey Brent, I'm Willie Arn. <laughs> he, he, I mean, that's like a, you know, a code of honor for the guy right there. He just gets all worked up. I mean, I feel, yeah. I feel good for him that he has. I that. mean, you're kind of making it seem like I'm like, like this, like, yes, it, it was interesting. <laughs> I had never, I had never experienced somebody recognizing me for something that I never thought we would be recognized for. I'm right there with you. He did the same thing to me, and it it still blows my mind that somebody knew who I was. I mean, because seriously, we're sitting here on shoestrings and bottle caps, and we're just now getting production value at episode 200. And I have somebody come up, and we were probably at episode, like, 120, comes up and says, hey, Brett. Like, not even like, hey, he's like, hey, Brent, convention in another state. Never met the man before in my life. I'm in my head. I'm like, did I teach you? Are you a former student? Like, where? And no, he's like, no, I listened to you guys on Rule the Galaxy. I was like, hold up. Did you put on a did you put on a fake voice, Willie, when you said it? (laughs) No, no, I can't do Brent. No, I actually like I remember we were walking around the, the whole like the big show area. And I just see Joe on the phone and like didn't even say hi because I knew he was talking on the phone. But wheeling and dealing shoulder always. And uh, like the rest of history told me to like go say hi to you guys. And I don't know. There's there's just something cool about being able to to listen to this because I've been a Star Wars fan all my life, but I've never like talked with people about it. So being able to like listen to you guys have the conversations that. Like I wish I could have like outside of theaters or like after watching the Mandalorian or the bad batch, like it's cool to be able to kind of have those conversations with you guys, even though I'm not actually on the show or with you guys. Like it's so cool to be able to do that. Do you join in the argument as you're listening to us? Oh yeah, absolutely. I do that like with all podcasts. Like, all yeah, I do too. Like you guys are my best friends that you don't <laughs> even know it. Like, I sent you Christmas cards that I never actually made. Like, He's like, Doc doesn't know who Bothans are? What the F is wrong with him? <laughs> I'll now, never forget that. I think Willie posted something on Twitter like after that episode, and I know Glossom was on too. I remember you guys were just, I just remembered I was just like, I don't know what Bothans are, and you're just like you when did oh, I I wasn't on about yes, you were about, was I? Yeah, you were. They all died. How would he know what they are? Many Bothans died to bring us this information. <laughs> You are correct. The um, question: no. The question is, what's a biff? That's the question. Oh. They're ugly. Yeah, they're they bald. They're bald. The play the music. That's a that's a shout out to someone that'll never hear it, guys. I just want y'all to know. I, I just did a very inside shout out. Okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Well, is he bald with a is he bald with a big head? No. Okay, then I didn't insult him. Okay, no. I'm good with that then. The biff, musically inclined. He was also, by the way, if you read Darth Plagueis, the Bith was also Darth Tenebris, which I believe was Plagueis' master. master. Yep. There we go. See, by Darth the way, Bith. guess where that came from? Guess where that came from? A book. A book. That's right. We've gotten we've gotten Brent into books. I love it. Even if they're audio. Darth Plagueis was a good one. Darth I, Plagueis was a really good one. But at the same time, I love how Scott or how uh, Steve said. Um, 
my favorite way of reading right now is listening to audiobooks because it's not reading. <laughs> but it's the exact same way that I read my Star Wars books as well. 100%. Hey, uh, Willie, I, I, I hate to push you and, ba- and bounce you, but yeah, we've got good. like three people coming in. It's going to be a madhouse, and I can't wait go to around in circles. Um, you, you're the best. Thanks for being there with us all this way. Willie, we, fly high like a bird up in the sky. That's right, Absolutely. brother. And, and we can't see you at ICCC this year, but we will run into you sometime soon and Brent will come busy and Willie go round in circles. So, <laughs> no, this has been great, guys. Congratulations on 200. Thank you even for even thinking of me. Like, love this, love you guys. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to see what happens next. Like, where does the production value go from here? Let's, let's keep going higher. We're going, we're going back down. We're going green back screens, down, buddy. Back here, green. 4K, baby. 4K. <laughs> Blue screens. We could you do blue it. screens like from uh, you, you, know, you don't want to see this face in 4K. Come on now. Come on now. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Will it be good? Thanks, right, brother. Hey, before we hop on to the next people, Miriam Skywalker, thank you for giving us a shout out. Um, glad you are glad you're back involved with the community. I know me too. Some things that pulled you away and uh, appreciate you being back out there and always listen to us and, and thanks for doing that. And uh hope everything's going well with you. And uh, thanks for listening and, and being a part of the show. So we really appreciate that. Um, the The next little segment here is going to get a little crazy, a little we hairy. Have segments? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie, he sent me a spreadsheet of tonight. Trust me. And so Steve, that is so Joe. Steve, do you so use Joe. a spreadsheet for your show? It's seriously so Joe, but can he hold himself to it is the question. I use a, I use a spreadsheet for the brackets that I did. But other than that, no. Okay. All right. Joe was like, I got something I'm working on here. I can throw it over to you. And I brought it up on my screen and I was like, holy shit, I can't go <laughs> up. Language. It's like, our, yeah, language. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the language. only one. I'm glad I'm not the only one that got the language call on it. Um, and I'm waiting for the cartoon bracket, by the way, the, Steve. Yeah. That That is. Listen, I, I had so much fun doing the TV themes. I'm thinking about doing April Madness instead of March Madness <laughs> and, just, uh, and, and rolling through the cartoons. I just got to figure out how to get them all seated and how to do yeah. it in the yeah, divisions I, and stuff. I, liked, I, I just can't wait just to hear some of the ones that I haven't heard in a while. Like yeah. actual cartoons or theme songs? The the theme songs, the cartoon opening themes, yeah. yeah. Now, you know, like you know Brent. Yeah, you know, Brent, you can look that up on YouTube anytime you want to. You don't have to I, wait for me to play it on the yeah, show. I but here's the deal. Dallas like an hour ago. <laughs> but, but here's the deal. I don't, but you're going to come up with ones that I have forgotten about be, or whoever. You know what I mean? Like there are ones that I've forgotten about that I've heard, just like some of those theme songs. Well, so the TV theme songs. So that's what Steve, I. Steve, I'm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, uh, Steve, I, we've got somebody coming up here in a minute that, that brings yeah. about the same energy level as you. So I'm really excited. Oh, I just got a message from someone that's like, tell them I'm in the waiting room. And I'm like, they can, I want to say, I want to say to you, sir, they can see you. They know. <laughs> How many do we have in the waiting room? Two. Okay. Um, I, I know Mr. Dave Jones is there. Ah, so the real Dave. Hey, the who, real who Dave else, Jones. Who we got in the waiting room? He's number seven on his jersey. Number one in your heart. Yes. Gentlemen. Hey, hey, Dave, they yeah, know you're well, in the waiting room, buddy. They know. Hey, they dude. I don't, you know, I'm like low tech. It know? tells you on there only the host can see you. So dude, they know. Dude, what do I know? Come on. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring. Listen, Dave. I'm sorry. What I'm doing right now is projecting what they've done to me all night onto you. <laughs> I, got well, you. I, I apologize. Got you. Well, well, I want to tell you guys how committed I am. I just got out of the car. We left Orlando at like 10:30 this morning. Oh, oh man! With my two children, we were at, we were at Disney. We just did a couple of days, and. uh we had to stop at Bucky's on the way home. I yes, mean, you did. Oh, you yeah. believe it. Did you get some beaver nuggets, Dave? Did you get beaver nuggets? <laughs> no, I got I got the jerky though. Dude, beaver nuggets jerky. are the jam. <clears throat> yeah, I saw them sitting over there, but then I grabbed the jerky. I saw the ghost. Come, hey, jerky. Dave, come up to Rome and let's do a toy hunt. Okay. And uh, and let's go up to Calhoun. I'll take you up to Calhoun to that Bucky's, and we'll get some beaver nuggets, and I'll force feed you. Sweet, we'll do it. <laughs> so you're rocking the you're rocking the Superman tonight, and I'm rocking the. 
Yes. Yeah. I've got that same shirt, Dave. Let's, oh, yeah. Hey, when, when you come up, yeah. let's wear this. I'll wear that shirt. You wear that shirt and we'll twin all day long. <laughs> <laughs> let's I do love, it. Guys, one of my favorite things to do is to make Dave Jones laugh. I just want y'all to know. So. Let's go. Good laugh. Gentlemen, how are you? <clears throat> We're doing great, Dave. Thanks. Thanks for being a part of Thanks for just being a part of what we've been doing for the past few years, you, you, you comment, you always join in on what we're talking about and everything like that. And, and we really appreciate it. So thank, oh, thanks for being there. You guys are like my, one of my favorite podcasts. I mean, seriously, it's, and, and you guys are so consistent. Yeah. I love it. I freaking love it. Yeah. I, the goal of her is just chop lever. You just, oh, you just what is this? <laughs> He's gonna kick you out of the South Georgia Mafia. Star Wars I know, mafia. I know. I'm, and I'm no, and I'm only an associate. I'm not even a made member. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Well, hey, Dave, stick right there because we have one. We have one more guest, and and uh, it just so happens to be my baby brother, who <sighs> I, I got hooked on Star Wars, and who was one of our original guests. Roll that that theme I music, Vida. Hey guys! Hey, what's up, Oz? Did you it. choose that, or did your brother choose that for you? No, that's that's a Joe. That's yeah. a Joe choice right there. So <laughs> Joe doesn't let us choose our own theme music. <laughs> I like some people, uh, Steve. <laughs> I know I'm not a big enough celebrity. I'm not Scott Rifle who can come on here and just sing you a song. I gotta say uh, this real quick for I've the first time all day for the Scott Rifen impersonation. I'm sorry to cut you off, you doc. I've been waiting it's all, right. all day for it. I love it. I just gotta say, for the first time ever on Rule the Galaxy podcast, we have the Octo Box right now. We got <laughs> as they say on Red Zone on Sundays. Oh gosh. Box. One so, more, we're the Brady Bunch, right? You're Alice well, right now, Alfie. <laughs> and Andy Davis is Alfie. Uh, have, so, you guys, have you guys been talking uh, anything specific or just no? Bad? We haven't. <laughs> we haven't had a chance. <laughs> I haven't heard any Star Wars talk actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is uh... throw, throw, a crit, throw a critter up there, D Doc. Throw a critter up there. Oh wait, well, now you want to do it? Is, is it? <laughs> You were just shy in front of Mark, weren't you? I was very yes, I was shy. I said that. Did you not hear and, little Steve show up and be like, please don't do this? Please don't do this to me. Out of this, out of the guy who runs Gulliver's, you had a shy moment where you're embarrassed to try to yes. first, but yes, now you're ready to roll. Yes, because you know what? I'm a human being. I'm a human being with feelings and emotions. As cute as it is ferocious, the moth cat. Run the brassy plains of Lothal. Beware those sharp teeth, but when they cuddle, how they purr. Oh man. When are we when are we uh we gonna get some more now? I'm hearing rumor, you know, obviously you guys up to date on Mando, right? I haven't caught up with yeah. no we're... one thing I was gonna say about your show. Hey, Job of the Hunt was back this week. Oh I couldn't believe it. <laughs> All of you people I'm, I'm I didn't even here. know that was her. I, Listen, I've heard the jokes, but I haven't seen the episode yet, but that's all right. Oh, man. Yeah, so, Jack Black was on there, Job of the Hut himself. Wow. So one thing about Rule the Galaxy is you guys, like, if I take a few days where I haven't listened to you guys, I'll uh, queue it up, and there's like three in the intake, right? Like three full episodes I haven't listened to yet. So that's that's one thing consistent about you guys. So uh, I just I wanted to, before I said anything about Mando or anything – um, you know, I wanted to make sure everybody was up to date or it, well, I'm not even up to date. It's we, just... we are all up to date, but you know what? We kind of said, if we talk about things like that, we'll talk about it. And if not, we're just going to laugh and have some fun. And, uh, you know, when did we talk time. about this? I, I, I didn't get that memo. You weren't in the production meeting. Hey, here's. Here's the real here's the curtain the coming back. Yeah, real this time now. Alfie, uh, you're the Steve Glosson of Rule the Galaxy. They never tell you anything. They just bring never. you in and expect you to roll with it. Yeah. I've been translating Arabesh all freaking day <laughs> oh. long. <laughs> as you do, as you do, right? Oh, on. the book of Alfie. Well, hey, um, Tony, I know look, you and I talked beforehand. I said, hey, 
come on. You said, Joseph, I have not been paying enough attention to everything. I said, it's okay because people remember you from the beginning of the show and they just want to hear how you're doing and what's oh, going on. Hey, oh. did you see the card? Did you see the card? <laughs> can you see that card? I see I the card. Oh, oh, yeah. that's rough. It's an excited C-3PO is on that card. No, what yeah. happened, what they say happened most likely is there was a piece that was falling off of the costume about the time they snapped that steel, and it just happened to hit in the right spot. That's a real card? Yes. 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 Yeah. That is yeah. a real card. Yeah, it's out in public. That's Anthony a, Daniels does not care for it. That's a good find right you don't there. Say. <laughs> it's been around since the 70s, and then they, yeah. recall, they, they stopped producing them when they realized the error. And so the thing is, is there's just as many out with the air as without. So because Star Wars used to be popular. Well, I, I was going to, to piggyback on that at uh, Disney Springs. They got the Star Wars trading post or whatever. Yeah. And I went through there thinking, well, maybe I'll find something, you know, and I didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> you didn't pick up a Lando? Hey, were there any Landos hanging on the tag? I'm looking for one. <laughs> there was wow. I just went, I just. I just went to my local Target, and there was still the Lando hanging on the peg. Plenty of Landos, plenty of Rivas. Um, they did have the Steve. Now you might know this, or some I of you don't guys know. That. Know I wasn't there. The tall Luke Skywalker's with the yellow jacket, like mm -hmm. it's like a throwback type. They did mm -hmm. have tons of those. They were in the. You mean the Black Series? Is that what you mean when you say tall? No, no, the, the Jumbo Giants or Gentle yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, but. I did, it looked like it'd probably be fifty bucks or something, and I was like, I don't know. I no, you're at Disney Springs. It was probably hundred and fifty bucks. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. I, I'm telling you, you guys, I, I bring this up all the time. The best Star Wars experience I had at Disney was before Galaxy's Edge was there. Mm. We were there right when uh, Rogue One. Actually, Rogue One came out on. I know this is dating myself. Came out on Blu-ray while we were there. Nice. So Force Awakens was out. Rogue One had been in the theater. And it was just like everywhere you went that was owned by Disney, they were just like, hey, do you like Star Wars, Dave? Because we love Star Wars. And we got tons of Star Wars shit to sell. Yeah. You want some? <laughs> Language. Language. Are we going to get the whole Are we gonna get the whole Octobox? Please, Language. let's get the whole Octobox. I'm, I'm, I mean, it was not awesome. Joining. There were characters everywhere. It yeah. was just like, yeah. hey, guys, did you know we bought Star Wars? Because yeah. we're going to shove it down your throat. Yeah, Alfie. When first of all, you said I know I'm dating myself. I was there when Rogue One came out on Blue. We were all alive when that happened. We're, that doesn't make you old. <laughs> I know, but, <laughs> I know it doesn't. But like, there's no such thing as Blu-ray anymore. You know, right, to, right. So to define time by, but hey, this sure. came out on Blu-ray. The other, the other I'll tell you this: before Disney even bought Star Wars, they used to do Star Wars weekends. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's and yeah. that was a great experience down at Hollywood Studios. You had a couple of celebrities that would come in and sign autographs and like. Warwick Davis did a show. James Arnold Taylor did a little stage show. Um, and and it was just a blast to go down there. And and they had like this is where the hyperspace hoopla comes in. So if you ever see you know videos of Darth Vader and Boba Fett dancing, you know, some people were offended by that, but it's like, okay, whatever, you know, it it is what it is. And it was always such a good time down there. And you're and you're right, you know, you could find all kinds of fun Star Wars merchandise when you came out of the um the star tours into the gift shop. You know, there was That's always something really it. cool there and everything. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to go over to Hollywood this time around, but mm -hmm. when I went the previous time, that was my favorite thing was star tours still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it, star tours is great. It's, I mean, it's, it was a great ride when my son was two when I took him and it was a great ride when I went just a couple years ago. Yep. So and um, galaxy's edge is great. Don't get mm -hmm. me wrong, but it's just, no, you done said you said it sucks. <laughs> Your own record. Your own record. You know, it does suck because I wanted to spend <laughs> a lot of money there and I couldn't find things that I wanted to buy. <laughs> Glossom went on Glossom went on rule the galaxy and got him to like bash Disney down there. I couldn't believe it. Now that, now when I went filming in the bathroom or recording in the bathroom. Yeah. When I Glossom went the previous the time to Galaxy's Edge, they had like a little they had the shop with the figures and like books. Um, everything like that. So it was, it's, and that's you know, it it'd been open a year probably when by the time I went, maybe more. Um, yeah. 
But... We hit the little shop at Galaxy's Edge when we were there, right by where, like, I guess it's technically Kylo Ren's ship or or whatever that mm-hmm. they have. First in that order shop. Yep. Yeah, and all that my son wanted to get was the um the uh, first order like taser type toy where you hit a button and it flips out the little taser. Oh and yeah. Then, um, yeah. And then a shield, which I actually used that shield when a bat got into my house and I was chasing oh it gosh. and I was holding that. It's about a three pounder. Holy moly. I was holding a first order uh, <laughs> shield. You know, I felt like I really was in Star Wars for a minute. No there. kidding. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna pivot as I usually do. I don't derail somebody else on this podcast derails. I pivot. I'm the official derailer. Thank you. Um, but Tony Man, look, I know I put you up to this and made you come on here. How old is Wes now? Your 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 son. My my son is five years old. Five years old. Have you got have you gotten him watching any Star Wars stuff yet? Any even the animated or anything like that? No, it it kind of scares him. He he's he's a bit cautious. It, it's kind of <laughs> scary for him. So no, man, he's. What's he, he into? He he does some Marvel stuff. There you go. Um, so he's kind of into that, but nothing nothing too Star Wars and. Uh, yeah, we just got him a Spider-Man comic book yesterday from uh, what, what's your buddy's was comic it book university? Comic book university. Yeah, we went yeah. in there and we got a, a, a Miles Morales comic book from there. And nice. yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for what I mean. And honestly, I've been like I said to Joe, like I've been putting myself in a bubble because I haven't been a huge fan of Star Wars stuff lately. But uh, I definitely will introduce him to the older older stuff that okay. that uh, hits with me. So. Well, do me do me a favor. Don't be a stranger. And guys, I want you to know the only reason that I put that song up there is because Tony, were you not the Scarecrow in uh, Mister of Oz? You know, I played the Scarecrow in a play. Yeah, yes. I was and the Scarecrow. So that's where that. No, 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 Joe, you Mary. were taking a dig. You were no, I was taking a dig at your little brother right out of the get go. That's what you were doing. Just roasting him on here, man. Come on. Hey, my Galaxy's Edge story real quick. Um, I took my, me and my wife went and she was probably seven months pregnant, I think. So I had a good time at Galaxy's Edge, but I had to wheel her around in a wheelchair. So that was my experience. It was still fun, but we didn't get to do all the, all the crazy stuff. We didn't do the Millennium Falcon. So I do want to go back, even though, you know, uh, like Alfie's review, it's maybe not the best place on earth but uh i do want to go back and check it out again so it it, it. it really is great i'm, I'm it, it, i shouldn't cool. talk about yeah like i'm just teasing you well tony thank you i like i said i just wanted to pull you out of the out of the cobwebs of bringing you back because everybody missed hey, you and uh, and you know you're you're thought of all the time on the show brent's gonna ask you one question i guarantee i know what it is go ahead brent yeah i mean we we have all of the voice impersonations here like one of the first voice impersonations that I thought was actually correct was when Tony decided to tell us about how to pronounce the Yuzong Vong. Bingo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so before oh, you man. tell Tony, if you can, okay, please reprise your Yuzong Vong pronunciation. All right, let's make this really offensive. Um, let's see. Yuzong <laughs> Vong. I, I think it was like that, maybe. You sung boom? Like, now it's getting French. See, now, now it's all over the place. You sung boom? I'm here. Like, you mean uh, the you sung boom? Like, yeah. like, it was, yeah. Why were you saying it that way, Tony? <laughs> you know, it, it had a, an Asian dialect, and that that's my Asian uh, accent. Who had an Asian dialect? The you sung boom. <laughs> in, in what? I don't know. I think what, he's what? saying the name is. What is that? Yes. Even? I forget. I don't even know. It's They're I just like remember you said it. The, the, the aliens, <clears throat> the new Jedi, new Jedi series. order. Yeah. From yeah. beyond the galaxy, come a new threat. The dude, who is that from the uh, Mark Hamill commercial for the books? Did you remember that, Steve? No, I have no I, idea what you're talking about. So Mark Mark Hamill did an actual like <laughs> where he was supposed to be Luke. And he's like talking about this new threat to the galaxy. So it was on TV, man. I got to look that up. Yeah, look it up for real. You could type in. Dave, uh, I think you dream this. No, nah, I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. I think it's Vector real. Prime Spot with Mark Hamill. I hope this audio doesn't come across, guys, that I'm about to play on my in my ears. Y'all can't can hear, hear that. A little bit. It's awesome. Yeah, a little bit. Witness the redemption of evil. 
I have seen balance restored to the Force. But order can turn to chaos, as it did when I was born. Now, with my loved ones and my loyal allies, I face a new challenge unlike any before. And I'm not sure at this time we can win. Star Wars Vector Prime by R.A. Salvatore, the first novel of the new Jedi Order. He didn't say Yuzhan Vong in that. No, he did not. Did y'all hear that? I'm sorry. That was good. Yeah, that was freaking hear it. amazing. Yeah, yes, I've I mean, never heard that We are just before. taking this podcast to new heights. <laughs> that was great. That was on the spot. That wasn't even rehearsed. Tony, one, one last it question before I let you hop out. What's up, man? You run Yellow Line Productions, which does all kinds of audio, audio, video, photo. Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Looking at this podcast right here, does this qualify? Do you feel like this is professional enough that? Oh man, Yellow Yellow Line Productions is, could take credit for this. No, I won't take credit. I mean, this is awesome. <laughs> I love it. This is this is you and Dave, right? This is what you D-Doc, guys did. Yeah. D-Doc did it all. Yeah. Dave's got yeah. it, man. And this I got to awesome. shout out, uh, Tony, you've helped me with uh, camera questions and everything anytime I've messaged you on uh, Instagram. So I appreciate all that stuff hey. for my other, uh, for my plumbing stuff that I do. Hey, am I too, am, am I too washed out by my lighting? I really tried to give you guys like the, the full meal deal and have lighting. No, it's, but it's you, your dynamic. sound just went up great. quite a bit when you when you played that. So you might, might want to pipe that down or something. I'm the so sorry. Well no, no. mic. Yeah, like all of a sudden your mic was mic hot? really loud. Yeah, a little hot. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I thank yeah. thanks for having me, man. It's good no to problem, see you brother. guys. It's been a while, but I love seeing you guys. So hey Tony, thank you. Take care, brother. <laughs> Be good. Thanks for coming, Tony. Be see good, you guys. Tony, see you. Good, Tony. Good, to see you. good to see you, Tony. Come on. Tony's good people. He is good people. Is this too loud now? No, you sound great. D Doc, okay. do we have people waiting? Yes, we do. We have Stephen Kent on board, and I don't have a song on my thing for uh, him. I, you know what? I'll give you one right here. I thought I sent it to you. This I, I have to try to talk while he's on. I probably thing. downloaded it. I downloaded everything you sent me on the playlist. It, it was Paper Cut is the name of the song. Got it. Yep. I love it. I love it. Mr. Stephen King, author (laughs) of How the Force Force Can Fix the World, used to run Beltway Banthas, which is where I first listened to him and heard about him. Stephen? Hey, boys. How are we doing? You're doing well. You're doing Doing well. Doing good. I just just got done watching The Outsiders, the 1983 uh, Greasers movie, uh, for the first time since I was in high school. And uh, I feel like I'm now now hanging out with the guys. So... (laughs) Who's po- who's pony? pony who's po- who's pony boy? <laughs> Who gets? I'm soda pop. So. Oh gosh! I don't. <laughs> Alfie, what, what? Which one would you take, Alfie? What are my choices? <laughs> Bing bong, soda pop, ding dong, and <laughs> I know. Now this was pony boy. I don't even know anything else about it. Yeah, Francis Ford. I'm ruining. Coppola. I'm ruining your Star Wars podcast. No. But yes, Francis. That was a great movie, though. Francis Francis Ford Coppola directed that movie, and I, I have yeah. to say, like watching it, I'm just kind of stunned at how not great it was. <laughs> like, wow. like with in 1983, right? So, uh, and the this is this is the same time that the Return of the Jedi is coming out, and it is cutting edge. It is a movie that feels definitely ahead of its time in the way that it's shot, edited, and moves. And then Francis Ford Coppola, George Lucas's sort of early mentor and rival and kind of sparring partner through the 70s and 80s, puts out this movie, which is just like, it was like it was trying to be Gone with the Wind in the way that it was edited and archaic and fades between scenes it was really weird like pony boy would be holding up a document or like a letter and it would fade from him reading it to his hands i was like why would you do that mm. i'm sorry so you francis know, ford good. coppola lesser than george lucas it's well, i wonder i wonder too because uh apocalypse now was only a few years earlier than that and coppola had such a rough time doing that movie i wonder if he was like burnt out 
Uh, which, by the <laughs> way, is, George Lucas was supposed to direct, correct? He was supposed to direct Apocalypse Now? Yeah, that's right. So he was supposed to do a well, not supposed to do. It, he wanted to do it. So he that wanted. was that was the screenplay that he had his eyes on uh, very much, and he kind of kept passing on it. And he eventually had the opportunity to do it, but that was when he got the burst of energy that he needed to make Empire Strikes Back happen. And so he passed on the opportunity to get the rights to that screenplay. Um, and it ended up going to what's his face. Um, uh, I want to remember his name, Apocalypse Now. It was one of the guys who hung out with them, and yeah, so it went to Francis Ford Coppola. Um, yeah, and he was he was always bitter about that. We we have a question from Michael Nip, the leader of the Deuce Cast, along with David Dollar and others. Uh, he wants to know how many times you've watched this week's Mando's epi Mando episode so far. Uh, twice. Um, I have watched, I watched the one before it three times because I had to watch it myself, then with my daughter, then with, <laughs> then with my wife. Um, so I've, I've seen the last two episodes a bunch. I watched this one three times. Kind of the same. I watched it twice by myself and then once with my wife and daughter. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do this one again. Um, just cause there's so much to dig into. Joey, your your mic's mute. Your your mic is muted. Unmute your mic. I was, Man, we had it going giving, so was, good too. I was I was giving room for everyone else to breathe. I, I didn't want to take you that, know, that was probably things. the best monologue you've ever done, and nobody'll ever hear it. <laughs> this, is, this is what everyone on YouTube saw. <laughs> Man, gosh, I'm getting ripped on I, by Steve Glosson on my own. I think show. I enjoyed I think I enjoyed the whole uh what is it the 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 videos where they kick the robots and the robots turn on them. Um yeah. Boston Technics or something technical or something like that, and it's like uh -huh. a spoof video. Yeah. I enjoyed that little Easter egg in this week's Mando where he's kicking the super battle droids. And I'm like, well, they're about to turn on him. That's just like that <laughs> that ball I, what what is that Boston technical thing? Anyhow, it yeah, right, it's oh, dog, oh, right. Well, yeah, the jumping, the jumping robots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I robot when he keeps uh, pointing his gun at the robots heads as they're standing in line until mm -hmm. the one runs away. Was anybody else delighted to see the tables turned on? Uh, we don't we don't serve your kind around here. <laughs> as yeah. soon as soon as I saw that, like they were going into a droid bar, I was like, all right, I know exactly what's about to happen here. A uh, droid bar? They had a whole bar. Yeah, bar. Dave, you'll hate it. Oh, yeah, a droid bar. It. Oh. Yeah, Dave, oh, I don't care. It. I don't care, guys. It's it's you know. <laughs> they, there, were people, they, there were people talking about it at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, they like, guzzle. They guzzle oil, and the oil is laced with sort of like these microbes or like microorganisms that are that are good for refining a droid's programming. So whatever the droid is programmed to do, these little microorganisms clean up the code and make it run well. Wow. Go ahead, Al. The the name that they use for that, and I can't it escape me. I've tried so hard mm, to remember it all day long. Nep Nepethe. Nepethic. Uh, that is a Greek word that means a device yep. for chasing your sorrow away. And and uh, I heard from different things online, different podcasts. This has been used in a number of different literary works. Nepethe, Nepethe, whatever it's called. I had never heard of it before now, so obviously I don't read a lot. Nick, go ahead. Did any of you feel when you watched that like you had to shut your brain off for a second? I get it. We're talking about space wizards and... <laughs> And like, um, you know, the force and we're talking about spaceships flying throughout our space. But when I, I saw that, like for some, there were a couple of times in this episode where I felt like I needed to shut my brain off. But one of them which maybe that's the point. But I sat there. I'm like, OK, so we have a droid bar that looks like a human bar, but they don't. Do they do they sip oil? Does Marty, the droids are turning on us, Marty. Yeah, I'm mean, greasing up. Yeah, I'm greasing up. Yeah, I get it. I just I, I sat there going, huh, I feel like I'm uh I was interrupted <laughs> in my thought pattern by it. Yeah. It, it was an Did interesting episode. Anyone yeah. notice that the structure of this episode was a beat for beat remake of Law and Order? Yeah, it was C total CSI. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a law and order person. They even myself, went but... to like a loading dock and talked to somebody 
that yeah. kind of knew what was going on, but yes. didn't know the person. Yeah, and you got to go to a loading dock and talk to some right. New Yorker who's like, "Hey, you're not not my employees." And, and then, then they the celebrity <laughs> cameo that they watched first. Yeah, my favorite part was the bad guy at the end. Yeah, it was yeah. just an episode of Law. Yeah, Lord. the first my person favorite... who gets interviewed is the bad guy. <laughs> my, my favorite part is like the cold opening when he's like, "We'll get our Mando." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Caruso and That's takes right. that helmet off. That'd be tremendous. Oh gosh, could we get Caruso in Star Wars? Does that even is make he sense? really? No, I said could we? Oh, could oh, we? could he? Yeah, he could be one of the Mandos in Star Wars. I will hey, say, I think we found what? that out this week. Yeah, the minute I, Wonder Boy, the minute Wonder Boy steps on the screen, yes. David Crusoe could be in Star Wars. Yeah. On my uh, on my phone, I have a little notepad where I write down tattoo ideas that I wanna that I wanna try to get designed at some point. And uh, I think after this new episode, I got a new one, and I really want to get script on my wrist that just says Count Dooku was a visionary. Yeah. Uh, that amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what font it will be. I don't know what will be wrapped around it. But Count Dooku as a visionary was just like this moment where I was just like, yes. <laughs> if you can get, listen. If you can get what you need, is Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future with the big helmet on, like grabbing Marty and saying that <laughs> Count Dooku was a visionary. <laughs> Do you know what this means? Yes. Yes. This doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so good so um, good so so you know what what do we think um we started down the mando discussion dave you're just going to catch up i guess i apologize but no man I, I mean was anybody else kind of blown away where you're thinking we've come this far we're going to see this really cool thing happen to where somebody earns that dark saber and they walk up and go oh yeah this happened this happened so uh, yeah she gets that and so i just she... sat there going uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, so she got it by default. Is that right? From what I've like read. Well, Dave, here's Dave, if I may, what happens is, is, is she's getting dogged on for not having it. Like, you don't have the dark table. You can't lead us. And so she, he's like, you should be fighting him for the dark saber. And so Mando steps in. He's like, well, I tell you what, when I was, when I was going to Mandalore to bathe in the mystic waters of the mythos RP, um, <laughs> they were going to, I was kidnapped and defeated. She killed the person who defeated me. Therefore, the black, the dark saber should go to her. Correct. And they're all looking like we can't argue with that logic. He's got flawless logic. So yes, it belongs to her. So she was able to take it and light it up, spark that dark saber, and here we go. Yeah. Did anybody notice that the Mandalorians were like playing football? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like were they just like sitting out there grilling out, throwing a frisbee around? Waiting just for waiting for job. the next job exactly like the, yeah the new republic uh the new republic pilots for pay, playing some kind of modification of pool uh yep. when yep. zeb made his appearance that, <laughs> that was, was actually three. from the a deleted scene from a new hope they play the same type of pool game oh really cool yeah at tashi station sure. That's Ladies so and gentlemen, I just want to say alfie has cracked the code as to how to put everything to a stop just this move <laughs> and it's so polite, right? I, I try not yeah. to talk over everyone. Silence I have is the room. It helps if you have the bowling yeah, glove it's on. The brace. It's it's yeah. So yeah. Steve, little you know, and we're getting our production secrets away. That's just really how we do it. If you notice, no. Brent a couple times has gone Z right there. If I see D Doc, if I see out, I go right to him. If you know, Brent really wants a point, you'll see the finger like around this the area. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, it'll start tapping in. You'll see it start moving real it's quick. It's like a little critter that comes out after. It's like, oh, yes, yes. I wanted to Behold. comment actually on this um, episode though. Um, Brent's finger. It forced me to break my tradition. I actually watched Mandalorian during the daytime because I went on Twitter and all I like, I always forget on Wednesdays in the morning. Like I just Great go on Twitter, Scott. probably like I get my coffee, go on Twitter. I always mm -hmm. forget. Mm -hmm. And all I see is tweets just saying, what the hell was that? John Favreau, <laughs> we need to have a conversation. Who's writing this stuff? And then I was like, all right, I'm going to have to break uh -huh. my tradition and watch uh, Star Wars in the morning rather than at yep. night. 
You know, and I sat there waiting for what I was supposed to be mad about while I was watching it. That's what I'll say. And by the time the credits rolled, I'm just like, that was a fun episode. Like, I, I don't know. I just didn't have any issues with it. Now, I see a lot of mocking going on. I'm going to start with Steve Glosson, who had his fingers going all kinds of different directions. And if Thank he was you. joking, we'll go to Dave next. Go ahead, Steve. Thank you, Joe. Welcome, I just want to make I just want to make a mention of this. And D-Doc, you're right. I saw several things on social meds before I got I was able to to sit down. Social meds is the way I hip up social media, by the way. Mm-hmm. It, I saw several things on the social meds before I, I sat down and watched the Mandalorian episode. And honestly, to me, story wise, there's nothing that I was like, oh, this is just egregious. But the celebrity cameos, Tim Meadows last week, and then Jack Black and Lizzo and Christopher Lloyd this week, nothing against any of those people. I just was like, I'm n- I seldom do I ever say I got taken out of it. But man, it took me right out of it. That, so the story in and of itself was really neat. It was fun. It was a great way to do Star Wars. But man, those cameos are what really kind of threw me for a loop. Hmm. Agreed. Dave, did you were you just teasing or did you have something to go with? Me. Yeah. Were you recording oh, yeah, as yeah. well? <laughs> yeah, I did. I had it was kind of a general um idea about the season. Um where I felt that the pacing has been a little off. And by that I mean um the way it was established in the first couple of seasons. Now just bear with me a minute. Um the uh, Katie Sackoff, there's been several moments where I'm like expecting some kind of um, it's been real kind of almost unemotional, her delivery of things. And I'm, I don't know if that's deliberate. <clears throat> I don't know if that's deliberate. I don't know what it is because I turn around and I watch, you know, like when I think back to when I watched uh, Battlestar Galactica, she's full of emotion throughout most of that series. And so, like, part of me wants her to tell me about um, her sister or tell me about um, the plant losing the planet. Or, you know, I want to have these, like, moments with her where it's a little more than her just taking off her helmet. I also understand that Star Wars is, you know, you there's quick cuts. I mean, that's, that's it's kind of in the DNA of Star Wars. I understand that. Um, but I'm a little, I'm a little interested in the way they, <laughs> way they pace the show or the way you guys feel about the way they are pacing the show. If it's kind of true to itself, is it true to star Wars? Blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. I think, I think it's delivered. If I'm not mistaken during clone wars, didn't she speak like that as well? Wasn't, wasn't she very Mm -hmm. almost monotone. And Mm. so I think she's following up on that. So it's just like uh, her sister was kind of a little more. Yes. You know, if I'm remember, I haven't watched those episodes in a while. So well, I'm Sabine, is Sabine her sister? Yeah, Satine. Uh, Satine. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Satine. Yeah, that's just Satine. Yeah. So I, I would, I would say they both have that regal kind of monotone, very flat speech. Okay. In yeah. My opinion. Yeah. So. Okay. 